Welcome to Outside by Design, the podcast about the business side of creativity in the outdoor industry. I talk to some of our industry's finest leaders, entrepreneurs, freelancers, and creatives about crafting a life and a career based upon being outside. What's going on, all you marketing managers and journalists and writers and photographers and creative, amazing outdoor industry people, sales reps, all you guys. Uh, Welcome to another episode of Outside by Design. I am your host, Lisa Slagle, and I own a super fun, wild, irreverent creative agency called Wheelie. Uh, You'll hear some commercials for it during the podcast because Wheelie is what sponsors the podcast. But enough about that. So let's get into it. Today is a fun episode. I am speaking with Morgan Mikowski. She is the global marketing director of Hydra Pack. And I could talk to Morgan all day. I've never met Morgan in person. That's incredibly rare for this podcast. Usually I've at least met the people I talk to, but I've never met Morgan. And she's she just seems really awesome, easy to talk to, super smart person. And I really look forward to meeting her in person. I think you're going to get a lot out of this episode if you are in charge of hiring an agency or if you work with an agency or if you manage a creative team uh, because we kind of get into it so it's nice enjoy hey morgan thank you so much for being here on outside by design thank you for having me i'm super excited so the very very first thing we ask everyone to do is describe where they are and what they can see, uh, so where you are in the country and what, what you're looking at. All right. Well, I'm in Oakland, California, which is where the HydroPack headquarters are. Right now, I'm sitting in one of our shared meeting rooms, and I can see my office across the way with my dog sleeping very quietly and peacefully, which is always good for a Monday. So that means we got after it this weekend if he's passed out. Oh, cool. What kind of dog do you have? He's a Vishla. Oh, he's fancy. Yeah, (laughs) super energetic, uh, quite the runner. So I just try to keep up with him. Nice. And um, so you guys are in Oakland. So what's going on there these days? Oh, well, you know, we have our office is actually located right next to the Coliseum. So pretty sure there was a Raiders game yesterday. Um, they're moving to Las Vegas, so we don't know what's going to happen with kind of our office area once the Raiders move. And then the Warriors are right here, too, and they're headed over to San Francisco. So it seems like our whole little area of East Oakland is just going to up and move. Oh, my gosh, that's crazy. Yeah, it is. I'm a big sports fan, too, so a little disappointed to see the Raiders go to Las Vegas. Yeah. What's up with that? <laughs> money football yeah (laughs) so um for everybody who doesn't know what you do can you describe kind of what you do at hydropack and what a normal day looks like for you if there is such a thing oh yeah there's never a normal day right Mm -hmm. so i'm the global marketing director i've been with the company for just over three years now um, and i lead every aspect of marketing brand, and also product. Wow. So what what does that look like for you? Uh, It has a lot of moving hats. Thankfully, I have a a great team. 
uh, to surround myself. So HydroPack, uh, we always like to say that we lead the world in hydration. A lot of people don't know this, but we're the number one OEM hydration supplier in the world. So I always say it's like the Gore-Tex of hydration. So we make hydration products for over 100 different brand partners of ours. And that's about 80% of our business. And then the other 20% um, is our retail business. A lot of the brand partners that we work with are Osprey Pax, Solomon, Nathan, um, Catadine. And then we also have our own retail line, which we launched into market just over three years ago um, that we sell into specialty retail like REI. Um, and so I manage not only our brand partner relationships and different co-op marketing activities that we do from them, but every aspect of marketing for our retail line from trade shows to advertising uh, to working with distributors and their global plans. So uh, we've got a pretty lean team at HydroPack, but it's it's a lot of fun and where I really find my enjoyment is on the creative and analytical side. So I've got that fun mix of wanting to do things a little bit differently, but I'm also very good at looking at the metrics and really optimizing what works. Nice. That's, that's the good stuff. <laughs> so this is interesting because we have a lot of uh, marketing managers and marketing directors that are on the podcast and that listen to the podcast. So like, how did, what did your journey look like? to get into this role did you work on you know work your way up so you were lower lower level marketing or were you a shop kid originally how'd you get to where you are yeah i mean at hydropack we have oh, right around 40 employees so we're pretty lean pretty small um and i'm fortunate enough to kind of start as the global marketing director which is pretty amazing i've worked pretty hard but I actually used to be in the golf industry. So I worked six years in the golf industry. I worked for a golf tech startup. Um, I met these two guys like starting a golf business out of their garage, what, almost 10 years ago now and ended up kind of being employee number one for them. Um, and through the process of working with them, uh, in our growth, I kind of figured out that marketing was really my niche, like really liking the creative side of things and also being able to manage a budget and manage a team. And so I went from kind of Jill of all trades to then into this marketing director role with them. Uh, and then we had a really successful acquisition um, and I took some time off. And then ended up at HydroPack as their first marketing hire. So really hard to believe, but a 15-year-old company and I'm their first marketing hire. And so we've been really focused on building out our storytelling and our processes here in the marketing department and growing our team as well. That's pretty cool. They just kind of, did they just kind of handpick you and they were like, hey, you're our marketing director now. You know, I did, I did, uh, I was on the road. I was actually traveling across country. I was doing this like road trip. Um, I didn't really know where I was going to end up. And I was just applying for jobs along the way. And one of the jobs I um, applied for was at HydroPack and it was via Malachi. So I know that site's grown a lot in the last four years alone, um, kind of for outdoor companies. Heck yeah. I so it's, it's rare, I feel like, especially in the outdoor industry, that you actually get a job 
via applying for it because everything's so referral based, but it happens. Yeah. I use Malachi to post jobs all the time. Yeah. It's a great resource. So yeah, cool. So let's talk about managing a team because, um, I think managing creatives is an art and <laughs> I'd love to hear your take on it. It's something that, uh, we put a lot of effort into over here at Whaley. So. Oh yeah. Um, I've, I've never heard it put that way, but that is so well put is an art. Managing creatives is an art. It's very true. Yeah. I think that, um, artists or creative teams really like to be collaborative and that's, something that we really strive for in our own department is just to always have a kickoff meeting for no matter what project that we're working from, just to have a discussion, get on the same page and really brainstorm. And so I find that that to be the most important part of the process. And if you're in a rush to get something done and you, and you skip that part or, and you skip out on that part, or you go and dive right into the creative breeze, I think a lot of things get missed. Um, and so there's that portion of that kickoff that is really key to getting everyone on the same page and getting ideas from everybody. Yeah. So what, uh, what does that look like for you guys? Do you use a whiteboard or do you have a smart board, fancy, fancy things? What do you No fancy on? things. Yeah. I'm like one of those girls that loves the um, to-do list and I like to write with a pencil because I don't like things to be so permanent that you can't erase them. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's super old school, but no, we have, we have a big whiteboard and that's usually part of our process. Um, I think mood boards are really, um, interesting and I tend to any kind of creative effort if we're looking at an ad campaign or building out a social campaign, putting together a mood board at first for inspiration and having each person on the team do it is really interesting. Um, and then from there, we usually tend to build out a pretty detailed, like, um, creative brief on the project that we're doing, especially if it's a big one. Um, and that just makes sure that no details get missed. And I'm a really big, um, big on the details, <laughs> especially when you're a small team, because it's so easy to miss things then. Absolutely. And then so is your job as the marketing director to kind of measure those results and and, and track the campaign as it happens or what is, what's your role? Yeah. I mean, I think I provide a lot of direction as far as um, where we're going to go with the campaign um, and then help manage kind of the execution of it. Um, being on brand is super important and I feel really close to this brand. So I probably can have the most insight on what our consumers are going to look at. And then, of course, we're always monitoring the results of it um, and recording the feedback from it and then looking at how we can continue to optimize it. And so I tend to just have check-ins with the team um, and then hopefully provide um, a piece of strategic advice or two kind of based on just how much I know about the consumer and the brand um, that can help elevate the results. Nice. Is your business struggling to find and retain top talent? Is it hard to weed through resume after resume and still not find what you're looking for? I'm really sorry about your hiring problems. What I think happened was your company hired a creative agency called Wheelie Creative. Wheelie Creative got your company the results that it deserved. 
And then suddenly you got so much work that you had to start hiring people. Really creative, strategy driven, results oriented, pretty fun to work with as well. You might be thinking, but Lisa, isn't really your creative agency? Yes, it is, but we sponsor this podcast and my employee Iris is editing it, so you get to hear ads about it. WheelieCreative.com. Sorry we're so good at our jobs, you have a hiring problem. Nice. We always find, so as an agency, we work with lots and lots of different brands and kind of try to do whatever we can to help those marketing directors because I think being a marketing director is an insanely difficult job uh, because not only do you have to satisfy, you know, your creative desires and your desire to make the company and the, and the campaigns kind of your own voice, but also you have to answer to someone. So who at Hydropack do you answer to? I report to our CEO, so directly to the owner and we're a privately held company. So it's a very personal ownership to him. How do you navigate that? Uh, I've become very good at managing up in my career. <laughs> it's a, uh, I, It's a very important thing to do. I personally love to be managed up. I love when my team manages my expectations and and keeps me updated. And it sounds cheesy, but it's just so much about communication. And I just always try to put an overboard of information in front of him so he never feels like he doesn't know what's going on. Um, And when you sit back and you're just working constantly, but you're not communicating the efforts, that's when I think a lot of people get stressed out and the fact that they don't know what's going on. Uh, And so that's a, that's a key thing is to regularly communicate what our actions are, what we're doing on a daily basis and what the results are, what's working, what's not. When we make a mistake, you know, don't hide from it. Uh, Communicate that right away um, and, you know, let them know that you're on it and you're fixing it um, versus, kind of shoveling it under the rug. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, you know, working with an agency, I mean, you probably experience this too. It's like a lot of times it's just, you're almost speaking different languages with people. um, And there's some people that you're just always on the same page and you can give one uh, piece of creative advice to, and then they're going to come back with exactly what you need. And there's other people where it's just, you're going to get, something totally different um, outputted from it. And so it's really interesting when you're managing to think about how you're communicating to different people and how different people respond to information differently um, and how you need to provide different details just depending who that person is. So I'm sure you experience that a lot um, on the agency side. Yeah, and this is actually one of my very favorite topics um, because it, it is really interesting to see what different marketing managers need and like who has in-house production teams or what, what type of needs you're outsourcing. And so I'm curious, have you, from personal experience, don't name any names, have you had like positive agency experiences and negative agency experiences? Oh, absolutely. I've had both. And again, it's just so good. Um, I think especially for leaner teams, it seems like everyone uses an agency of some sorts these days. And I probably, you know, we work with a digital team and then we also work with a more creative agency. um, And then we have someone that we've done brand work. 
And so there's multiple people that you're always balancing and working with. And I've had really good experiences and really bad experiences. Um, I've gotten fired by an agency before and I've fired agencies. So it's, it's, it's truly a partnership and what you're getting out of them. And both of you have to be like really committed to this relationship and uh, working together to even get something accomplished. Um, Cause it's gotta be so hard. I think being in an agency and not really knowing every single detail of the brand. Um, so kudos to you guys for always coming up with killer campaigns without really being in the day to day. Well, that's exactly why I love, I love really smart, nerdy, analytical marketing directors <laughs> for that exact reason, because as an agency, when we're working with tons of different brands, we're getting a really good big picture perspective of like the state of the industry and how, you know, what everyone in bike is doing and what projected colors are coming up and, you know, like big picture stuff, but then like not the nuances of the supply chain and, um, you know, certain products that are coming out different product launches. So that's why having, having those super analytical marketing directors is like a dream come true. Yeah. Well, numbers don't lie. So it's like, (laughs) Hey, this is what the logic says. So that's what I go to my boss a lot for is too. It's like, if you can give him numbers, he can't argue with you. So um, it doesn't become so personal that way when you have data. Exactly. Have you ever fired anyone? We, we not, have, not internally, but have you ever fired a client? <laughs> yeah, we've, we have, we've, um, kind of like gently passed that torch. When gently <laughs> passed the torch. <laughs> necessary. Absolutely. And you know, usually what it, what it is, is when someone doesn't appreciate the amount of effort that goes into creative work and the amount of time and brain power and, you know, man hours it takes for us to produce something of quality um and somebody that's just like well just send me the files and I can just do it real quick and you're like well actually (laughs) (laughs) that's not how it works yeah 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 Yeah. but for the most part um we've we've got a really awesome client lineup at the moment so that's nice that is it's nice and outdoor is so fun don't you love working in the outdoor (laughs) industry it's great you know coming from golf um, which I love golf. I, I mean, I grew up playing golf, so that's kind of where I fell into that naturally. I actually didn't get into the outdoors um, a ton until I started working here. So um, I'd never gone backpacking before. I had been camping because I just did a road trip across country. But um, when you grow up in the Midwest, it's just not accessible and you just it's not ingrained with you like it is out west here. Oh, yeah. Where did you grow up? I grew up in the Chicago area. Oh, nice. So, yeah, it's, it's, uh, trails are probably like no longer than three miles and completely <laughs> flat. So, uh, now I don't know if I could ever live without the mountains in my life now. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Do you share a mattress with someone and one one person likes the mattress soft and squishy and the other person likes the mattress to be hard like they're sleeping on the floor? There's mattresses out there for that. I don't know what they are, but I can tell you about a great creative agency, Really Creative, where we know nothing about mattresses and everything about branding. Uh, We believe that life should be lived, felt, and shouted from mountaintops. 
and therefore Wheelie is a new school creative agency for people who thrive outside. We do branding, strategy, content, tons of video work, tons and tons of product launches. WheelieCreative.com. You won't regret it, and we know nothing about mattresses. I'm curious, on the homepage of the HydroPack website, it says uh, rugged, safe, and adventure-tested products for any activity. How do you guys adventure test them? That sounds really fun. I, it's fun. I'm, so I got really into trail running when I started work here. So I would say myself and then another girl on our marketing team, Sarah, are like the really hardcore trail runners. And so the product team is always giving us stuff to test. And we've learned our lesson by taking stuff out on, you know, 16 mile training runs that doesn't quite work out. So <laughs> you have to have a balance and say, okay, I'm only going to take this on a three mile run because if it doesn't work and all my water leaks, then I'm screwed. Yeah. Um, so that's, that the product team uh, likes to hear when we come back and we're, we're happily hydrated instead of, Oh, you left me stranded at mile 16. <laughs> But uh, we we have a whole team of um, field testers that we work with, um, a lot of fans of the brand, and then a lot of our partner athletes. So what's really, again, unique about HydroPack is we work with um, Solomon, which sponsors some of the most athlete runners in the world, Nathan as well. Um, and so we can really uh, pick their brains and have conversations with them about the use of the product. Um, I feel like we're constantly sending out surveys as well. Even if they're just quick five question surveys, when we make a product, we're always trying to get feedback on it um, and about any level of change. Um, and I, to me, I always tell our team, it doesn't matter if we're, if we only have time to send it out to five people, because we only had you know, so many products to test, or if we send it out to a hundred, like any feedback is better than no feedback at all. Absolutely. That's a really good point. I would say, yeah. And that's one of the hardest parts I think we deal with uh, um, is testing because it takes a lot of time. Um, and with water, it's a lot of user experience errors too. So um you got to find the right people to work with. Again, all about good partnerships. But I think there's never a shortage of people who, who will take your product outdoors and play with it. Yeah, that's cool. That's, that's, uh, yeah, you guys are lucky in that regard that you have a really like crucial product <laughs> to keep people hydrated. Yes, yes. Everyone needs water. Yeah. And so are you, you're a director level female in the outdoor industry. Um, and so I know that you've spoken a little bit about women in leadership on some different podcasts. So do you want to just touch on that and, you know, your, what you feel is your role and any mentorship opportunities that you come across, what you got going on? Yeah, well, I, um, I volunteer a lot with Camber Outdoors. So if you're not familiar with that, um, it used to be OIWC but it's a group of, oh, now they've opened up though. So now it's not yeah. just women that they're targeting, but it's, yeah. um, they're all about diversity in the outdoors and kind of helping the underrepresented. And so a few years ago, I was a mentee in their mentoring program, which I think was just an incredibly amazing experience. 
And it's really led to my realization and trying to speak about this to others about how important it is to have mentors in your life. I don't know if you have a mentor, but the mentor out of my Camber program is, you know, someone that I'll be at my wedding one day. Um, she's just been so inspirational uh, and always know knows what to say and just helps me not only be a better person, but uh, succeed more in my career. Um, and so it's interesting just having that person, that mentor to bounce ideas off of and go back and forth on how much of an impact that makes in your life. Um, and so always when people are looking for ways, how can I how can I become more successful? How can I get to the next level of my career? I always encourage them to look out for a mentor um, and really try to find someone um, that can help hold you accountable as well. Yeah, and that's amazing that Camber sets those opportunities up. Have you, Are you applying to be a mentor since you have been a mentee? You know, the women mentors, I mean, they are beyond me. Let's let's be honest. So they're senior vice presidents of some incredible companies. Um, so maybe I, I think I have some working up to do to get to that level, but eventually. Yeah. Do you view yourself as a mentor to like people on your team or um, the people that you manage? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and especially if I meet any anybody young and especially female in their career, um, I think it's just important to reach out and engage them and see how they're doing and um, see what their shortcomings are and, and figure out ways that you can help them. It's really important to, you know, lead with empathy and, and understand um, that everyone's different and how they go about their work. And at the end of the day, everyone's trying their best. Um, so to be that person for other people, I, I think is really important. I think one thing that I've really realized in my career is that how you show up every day affects your entire team. And so if you show up because uh, you had a bad day or a bad night and then you're moody in the office, your team's not going to be that productive that day. And mm -hmm. so it's so important as managers to be overly positive all the time. And it's scary and it's a hard thing to do. But when you've got a bad day, you just need to take that personal day so it doesn't affect your entire team. Seriously. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's amazing. It has negative effects when you're in a bad, in a bad mood. So, yeah, we're all allowed to have those days, but it's, when, when you're a manager, you definitely have to bring your A game, I think, more often than not. Yes. And I think, I think like, as far as cre managing creatives goes, like, that passion and that kind of, like, emotional pride that they bring to their work is what makes the work great. And so, uh, you know, when, when, when people are being overly passionate about commercial work, like a project for a company, I'm always just like, Hey, thank you so much for caring. Like I start every conversation with thanks for caring. I'm so glad you cared about this work. Like that's what's going to make it great. And I think like kind of operating from that level of gratitude that like, holy shit, these people show up to work at my company every day and they love it and they get emotional about the work that they're doing. Uh, I think that's like a, a good place for me to kind of like approach those conversations sometimes. No, absolutely. And I think it's, it's too, like as women, as women leaders, 
especially when I was younger, I would try to avoid my emotions in the workplace um, because you might, you know, feel weak um, if you're kind of expressing those emotions. But I think by not trying to avoid your emotions, you become more in check with your gut and you tend to have a crisper and clearer point of view. Um, and it's usually, you know, your busy, biggest obstacle is usually yourself and your knack for getting in your own head versus um, anybody else out there. So not trying to resist or control those emotions is really important. Feel what you feel. <laughs> <laughs> That's good advice. That's really good. So like, we're pretty much out of time winding down on this. Is there anything I haven't asked you about that you want to talk about? You know, I think uh, growth is something really important um, for people. I I hate to say this, but I feel like a lot of people in the outdoor industry get pretty complacent in their careers, you know, because we're so laid back. Um, and so just really making sure that we're constantly progressing. I mean, so many of us are passionate about, you know, the activities that we're, do that we're doing and we're very passionate about maybe sustainability, and you should make sure that you're just as passionate about your social media coordinating job and trying to progress as much as you can um, and really create as many outcomes as possible. Um, and results don't happen overnight. Um, but I, I found that in my career, when I really try to focus on just growth, I'll, I'll start um, doing less while achieving more which is kind of when the really cool stuff starts to happen. Doing less while achieving more. What's your ninja trick for that? <laughs> uh, being really present, I think. Uh, it just leads to kind of less frustrations and more solutions. So when you're more in the moment and you're not stressing out about what needs to be done and you're really trusting your team and creating this vision stuff just happens. Yeah. I think there's that crazy quote about like life happens when you're making other plans. And, uh, and you know, it's just, it's just so, it's so true. And so really presence is something I really try to practice. Um, and it, I think it gives you the space to be a more dynamic leader um, and even give more inspiration to your change because you're just having this present mindset and it's all you're thinking about is the moment, like this interaction between the two of us versus me thinking about what I have to do in the next hour. Which can be really hard. Oh, it's very hard. But <laughs> I assure you, I do my best work when I'm in the moment. Yeah, It's how we do our activities, right? So it's like, it's how we go out and climb and how we go out and ski. And so why not, you know, think about it and work? Yeah. That's a, that's a really good follow-up to uh, Luis Benitez was on the podcast last week talking about uh, the right gear for the job. And sometimes you have to put on a suit and go be a corporate. I can imagine he has to do that a lot more than me. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, this is, this has been a really fun conversation for me and uh, I could talk to you all day, but um yeah, thank you so much for being on here. Where where can people follow you? Oh, I'm, um, you know, why we do social media at Hydropack, I'm not huge on it on Instagram. Um, but you can find me at morgmac 
M-O-R-G-M-A-K. Or hit me up on LinkedIn, because if you didn't guess, I'm super nerdy about my um, kind of career. And uh, so I think I use that more as my social media of choice. Have you heard that before? LinkedIn is my social media of choice. You, you know, you're our first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no judgment. No, there's no judgment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> cool well, thanks so much for your time oh thank you so much there you have it so follow Morgan Mikowski on LinkedIn that's where the cool kids are and also um, you can follow Hydropack on Instagram or you can follow Morg Mac on Instagram kind of convenient that Morg Mac and Hydropack rhyme I like that uh but anyway, that was fun. So thank you so much, Morgan, for your time. And thanks to you guys for listening. I appreciate it so much. Uh, if you like the podcast, if you hate the podcast, feel free to leave a review in iTunes. And uh, if you know anyone that wants to be on the podcast, we are already booking out for next season. So uh, shoot Iris an email. It's iris at wheeliecreative.com and she will contact you. And that's it. Have a really good week and I'll see you guys next week.